0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast.
1: This is the Halftime Show with Umar duri on Pulse95. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar duri I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed Saturday And what a week it's been already. J.D. Thomas was on the show this week talking about the art of breathing and the connection between emotion and demotion. You can catch all our shows on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Just type in the Halftime Show with Omar Duri, and we are there. We have some incredible guests covering some amazing topics such as mental health, gut health, and how the brain affects performance in sports and lifestyle. And today's show has a lot of sentimental value to me because to to you my guest is yasin kamil a screenwriter and a novelist who's been very successful in the film industry but he wrote the story and screenplay of the sports movie called Al alami which means the international and co-wrote voice acted and co-art directed bilal now to you he's all the above but to me he's my first cousin my family and my best friend who has lived the world of sports with your host on The Halftime Show, his addiction to sport inspired a movie which came to life 12 years later for a certain Liverpool world superstar and fell in and out of love with sports through his passion. Yasin Kamel is up next on the only place to be at three, The Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Oh, he left- this is The Halftime Show with Omar Aduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Oh. Welcome back to The Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Now, on The Halftime Show, I've been extremely fortunate enough to invite some great guests from several different backgrounds. Today's guest will add a very different perspective as his creativity and mindset brings sports characters to life. That's right, you heard that right. Sports characters to life and being able to look at sports and lifestyle through his lens is a real credit to his art and profession. Yassine Karman, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, everyone. Yassine, now let's go back in time. When did you begin your journey with sports? Well, it started uh,
0: really early. I mean, uh, maybe at age uh, five or six. Um... And then uh, my journey with football uh, started when uh, my uncle um, made me fall in love with uh, Al Ahli. Al Ahli, of course, from Egypt. And then uh, it gradually grew uh, into me, and uh, and then I uh, reached it reached my uh, reached to my peak, and um, it reached its peak. Sorry, and when I. Um, when I was 18, uh, I played for um, I played as a captain for my um, my school, and then I went to college and I played as well in the in the team, in the college team back in Cairo, and uh, yeah.
1: T- tell me more about that. Your childhood involved being active and having a dream to become a footballer, and you played at these levels. Did it add a different dimension to your writing?
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, um, I think. Uh, the absence of being a professional footballer made me uh, write this movie. I mean, uh, The Hunger, I wanted to see it on screen. That's why Malik, uh, the hero of Al-Alami, the international, um, I saw myself in him. And uh, like around 60-70% of his life in
1: the movie uh, represented me. And sports teaches you a lot of characteristics. How did it influence you personally? Uh...
0: Maybe uh, teamwork. I think Um, sometimes leadership, um, sacrifice uh, for the best, and uh, yeah, and um, probably uh, timing, which is very, very, very important in football.
1: Amazing, and you, you, you briefly spoke about Malik the character in your movie and coming up next we talk to Yaseen Kamil who talks to us about the football movie that came to life 12 years later after he wrote it and how Mohamed Salah emerged on the scene to execute a real-life character in his movie on the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh he left the fight! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Now, wherever you're tuning in around the world, whether it's Pulse95, Radio.com, 95FM Radio in the UAE, or our very own app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, thank you for tuning in. Remember, this show would be nothing without you guys. It's with great pleasure. I welcome Yaseen Kamil on the Halftime Show. Yaseen, welcome. It is all mine you uh, seen your movie Al-Alami The International um, For me personally, I love the sport So I was very intrigued to watch this as a fan Before family Tell me more about the movie uh, Well, it all started uh, It
0: all started maybe in, in mid-2005 uh, I saw a couple of movies uh, Tackling football But in a maybe humorous uh, way and to be honest, I didn't like it because football is a very serious topic uh, in the Middle East and specifically in uh, in Egypt. So I thought of writing something serious, something uh, uh, something uh, more dramatic, uh, realistic as well. And and it, it uh, I started writing in mid 2005 and finished my first draft. Uh, um, Mid 2007. It took me two years actually, and um, and, um, and and yeah, that's it. And, and the, you know the original. I don't know if, you've, if, if our listeners saw the movie, but uh, he, he was supposed to die at the end of the movie. But it was so dark and depressing. We wanted we wanted him to live for the for the dream to, to, to go on and to live. So, so I think it was a good call from the director and the producer not to kill Malik at the end of the movie. Um, but um, maybe later we can—I don't know—we can we can talk about. It. He's he had like two dreams, and uh, he was uh, uh, he had a, a hidden addict or addiction. Sorry, he had a hidden addiction, and uh, it
1: um, it turned out to be uh, good at the end. One thing I was really interested in, in the process of creating not just the movie, but the characters here, and you said there was a two-year gap. Did you, did you get any inspiration from, from real-life uh, athletes or characters that contributed to the movie?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, the opening scene uh, of Al Alami was, was a huge, um, it, was, it was a big accident and i think there was uh that came from a football called um yamani mohammed yamani uh he was he was like on another level he was he was really talented and uh he signed for a uv actually and uh on his way he was he was still in cairo and he did this uh, uh terrible accident unfortunate accident which ended his career and um and that was, that was part of the accident. Uh, one of Malik's, um, um, uh, beside the accident, enemies, if, if it's uh, right to, to call that, um, was his ego, actually. Um, his arrogance. And I saw that uh, with uh, certain players. I don't want to uh, call any names now, but uh, uh, in, in the, in the, they were actually um, successful players, Egyptian, they played in, in the Premier League. And because of their ego, uh, I think it, um, it, it killed the, uh, their k- career uh, very early. That's why I think one of the reasons why uh, Muhammad Salah is really successful is uh, uh, his modesty and his humbleness, so
1: so yeah. And how ironic was it for you when you fast forward time now, the movie's already out there, you've put it out to the universe, and how ironic was it for you when Muhammad Salah relived your movie in front of your eyes? Uh, it's, it's unbelievable, honestly. It's uh, I
0: couldn't believe that... Um, uh, when did Egypt qualify? I think it was 2017, November 17. And, and we saw them, and, and the movie was released in 2009, so we're talking about, like, what, eight, nine years, maybe? It was unbelievable, because um, it wasn't a prediction. It was more of a dream. It was more of... Um, of of, you know Egypt last time Egypt qualified was in 1990 and every single time Egypt uh, uh, had to the uh, world cup qualification something happens it's just it's weird even even if if it's the golden generation remember when when they won the african nation uh three times in a row uh the abu treka generation even that they were floss they beat italy they went to the they, they did everything and yet, when it comes to World Cups, something happens. So, um, so I, I, I couldn't. I, I, really want to see that. I remember there's an article uh, release. It was released back in um, 2009 uh, in Algeria because you remember uh, in the movie Egypt knocked out Algeria. And in real life, uh, the opposite happened. So, so I remember, the, they, they called me back then, the, the article was called The Dreamer, the, the, dreaming, the dreamer or the writer who dreams of, of, and the only way that Egypt will qualify is through movies. And that really um, provoked me, and I just when it happened, I was like, uh, I was in tears to be honest, because uh, it, it's just, it, it's, it was unbelievable And the way he qualified, it, almost similar to the, to the master scene or to the final scene uh, in the movie.
1: Well, a couple of things there, what you said, it meant a lot to the nation. You put out the movie, Egypt beat Algeria. Then uh, you get this uh, this letter saying that, you know, this would only happen in movies uh, from the Algerian press, uh, etc. And, and then you have to kind of face that until Mohamed Salah steps up for this penalty to be able to get them qualified. Um, how much did it mean to the nation to, to actually. See after, like you said, since 1990, you know, year-on-year year expectation and year-on-year year failure. How much did it mean to the nation at that time? Egypt is
0: considered one of those nations, just like Brazil and and uh, and and Japan. Um, Egypt football in Egypt is not a sport; it's 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 a way of life. Um, uh, on club level, on 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 first team level. Um, it's, it's, it's just it was it meant a lot. I mean uh, the country has been through a lot of ups and downs and and, and just just it was it was a, a, a breath of, of, of fresh air. So what happened what everyone was happy the next morning I remember there was some people smiling people couldn't believe actually that you know that Egypt qualified. Finally after what 28 years? 28 years so and 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 you know in africa egypt is, is number one egypt like one what seven seven uh, seven african nations title so so why why isn't egypt in the world cup after all these years For, thank god it happened i hope it happens again uh in two years inshallah but um and even though, if you remember the, the, the match that m- made them qualify, the penalty, it, it was difficult. I mean, it, it was at the 93rd, I think, or 94th minute. So, so,
1: so, yeah, thank God it happened, alhamdulillah. And you said it was a way of life, and to some people it may even come across as an addiction. And the mindset behind the character was extremely interesting from a mental point of view. How did that relate to your personal story at the time? Okay, um... After, I mean,
0: after the movie was... Uh, a few years after the movie was released, well, whenever I watched the movie, um, I saw Malik, not just uh, the hero, Malik uh, the addict. Um, Malik, um, which, is, which represented me back then. Uh, back in uh, 2009, I reached my peak uh, in addiction. Uh, I don't prefer saying... Um, uh, intolerance because intolerance is just a symptom of addiction. So, so I, I was an addict. I was an addict, uh, since, I don't know, since 96, uh, up to
1: nine, 2009. So I am talking 15 years and, uh, I'm clean now for 11 years. Wow. Coming up next, we talk to Yassin about his addiction in sport and the role it played in his life and how he has a different perspective on sport following his experience. On the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95.
0: This is Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire What
1: a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than Nice back to the halftime show at omar Duri uh, wherever you're tuning around the world hope you're having a blessed saturday um, i'm here with Yassine kamil and we're talking about uh, sport his love for sport his addiction to sport and what it played a role in his movie and now we're going to zone into the actual part the word addiction comes quite strong when we hear it but his addiction to sport had him in a very different state of mind yasin when did you realize this wasn't healthy for you Okay, uh, I remember Egypt versus Algeria when they played the
0: final game in Sudan. Remember, remember, I think it was November 2009. Uh, they had to play an extra game. Um, they drew in everything mean uh, goals, differences, everything, points. So, so after uh, Algeria knocked out uh, Egypt. I ha- I was going through a lot of changes in my life, personal changes. I mean, uh, and professional changes as well. And um, I almost lost someone uh, really close to me. And um, I've been through let's let's call it a, a, just a dark phase, or, or, or you know you know what I mean. So, f- f- but it was so difficult back then. But even though I've been through all these uh, personal changes and, and tough times, the only thing I could think about is mm-hmm. <clears throat> sorry is Egypt uh, getting knocked out. So <clears throat> so I realized back then that you know I'm not okay. Um, I know football is important, but it's, it's it's not a priority. It's still a game. So I decided, and you know, it's time to quit, uh, being just at least temporary, to quit supporting the teams I used to support, which were back then Al Ahli and Arsenal. Al Ahli, Egypt and Arsenal, England, Of course, and um, and it's time to stop and pause and rethink and reprioritize everything, because I, I discovered that, no, I'm not okay. Uh, And if you want to go flashback to before 2009, I used to leave work early and I was a a fresh graduate uh, to uh, catch a game, a four o'clock game, remember, uh, on Saturdays, sometimes uh, Arsenal and Chelsea, they play, I don't know why Arsenal and Chelsea, they play at that time, but I mean, I I had to attend that uh, derby and I used to leave work early. Uh, I used to spend a lot of money, uh, unnecessary spendings on, on football and etc and, and etc. Et so, so I was, I was ill. Um, I remember Ahli when Ahli uh, lost to Tahad from Jidda in the World Cup 2005, the club World Cup. I couldn't eat for a whole day. I couldn't sleep. Um, I, I, I smashed my mobile when Arsenal got knocked out in the semi-final in Champions League. I remember United one one three one. I think I smashed my mobile. Uh, I left my home and I was just walking, uh, purposeless. So I was sick. I was really sick. And um, and that's not football. I mean, when I when I when I stopped. Um, um, when I when I when I started fighting this addiction I enjoyed football even more and I started to watch other teams and and accept um, uh, accept you know uh, football is all winning and losing so so I accept that uh, maybe before 2009 it was unacceptable unacceptable for my teams to lose uh, so so thank God that I, I fought these demons and uh, I'm asking you, if, if if don't call it intolerance. It's it's it might be an addiction, a hidden addiction, and and you think that oh, uh, no, it's, it's just okay, and you take it like casually. But no, it's 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 a hidden addiction, just like drugs, just like other dangerous stuff. So 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 uh, yeah, that's it.
1: And, and how has things changed for you since your new perspective now that? you know you've got the right balance uh, mashallah you have a wonderful wife and a son uh, and you kind of you know let's say developed your character and developed obviously your way of thinking and writing how has that changed your perspective on sports now uh,
0: maybe focus on, on the love of sport um, I've read uh, recently a book about uh, Cruyff uh, connecting our personal life or our daily life with football in a very very positive way Uh, teamwork uh, um, uh, generosity everything Um, unselfishness all these things that we need uh, we can link uh, football to our daily life Um, so this is what I'm trying to teach my son now Um, uh, and I'm trying to give them the really beautiful, good side of football. I mean, every side has, obviously, every sport has, has a beautiful and an ugly side. And since I've been through uh, both sides, uh, football has this
1: bright side that can inspire uh, millions and millions of people. What a wonderful way to actually, you know, wrap up this uh, this segment on addiction because you've kind of seen the light almost and you've identified sport in its beauty and and almost its characteristics as we spoke about in the earlier segments. If you have any questions for your scene camera, text us on 4215 at tessalat or do or slide into our DMs at uh, Omar your Pulse95 Radio on Instagram and uh, coming up next we put your scene through the fire round now for those who know the halftime show sometimes I like to uh, get you know a different perspective on uh, the guest characteristics I'm going to put them under the spotlight right after the break here on the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse95 this is Pulse95 oh he 11- left this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. I can't believe we are nearly reached full time on the Halftime Show. Um, Yassin Kamil is in the building today. Massive round of applause for Yassin Kamil. Great to have him here. Uh, we are approaching the one hundred show mark. I can't believe it. It's been an incredible journey so far uh, And if you're just tuning into the show And you want to catch up on any of our uh, Shows here on the Halftime show Head over to Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud or Spotify And you can find the Halftime show with Omar al Covering some amazing guests Like Yaseen Kamel. And um, Yaseen, this segment Is called the Fire Round Now this is where I fire some topics your way And you have to answer them in as short as you can Okay You ready for this? Okay I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with topics and you tell me what's the first thing that comes to your mind. Keep it clean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Egypt. Uh, history. Favorite sport. Football. Favorite food.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Pasta.
1: Chicken wings. Spicy. Favorite football team. When was the last time you made someone smile? Uh, Two seconds ago. (laughs) You, actually. (laughs) Muhammad Salah. Oh, hero. Beit al Haram. Oh, (laughs) childhood. Favorite subject at school? Oh, uh, Arabic. The Hills Has Eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Weird movie. If you were an athlete, what would you rather win? The Premier League with Liverpool or the Champions League? Uh, sorry, or the African Nations Cup with Egypt? Oh, tough question. Um, sorry, I have to go with... Uh, what was the uh, Champions League? So, cha- so Premier League with Liverpool or African Nations Cup with Egypt? Uh, Premier League with Liverpool. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm not a Liverpool fan. Okay, so but I would rather win the Premier what motivates you? Um, pain Favourite movie? Ever? Wow um, 12 Angry Men Stallone or Schwarzenegger? Stallone If you could meet one athlete, who would it be?
0: Probably, maybe uh, Ronaldo, maybe Cristiano Ronaldo.
1: Um, Do you celebrate when you score a goal? Sometimes I dance. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask you what your celebration is, but you told me. Uh, What kind of dance? (laughs) I remember uh, Anilka back in 98, 8 or 7. Remember the chicken dance? Oh, yeah. Nicholas and Elka, absolutely. Uh, what do you think of social media? Um, oh, wow. Um, um,
0: can be help, helpful and oh, uh, deceiving. Alright, deceiving. Tottenham. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, feel sorry for them, man. <laughs> sad. <laughs> Actually sad. sad I don't If anyone could play you in a movie of your life, who would it be?
0: a really talented young Egyptian actor called Ahmed Malik.
1: Definitely all the way Ahmed Malik. And if you weren't into football for some strange reason and you got into a sport, what other sport would it be? Chess. (laughs) Hey, listen, I'm not laughing at chess, you know, there's some chess chess players out there who who probably are considering it a sport. Um, Okay. The premier league or the champions league for you as a football fan what means more to you uh
0: champions league i think champions league yeah um it's just too different because you know it's it's more of a it's a mix it's it's a group stage and a cup it's like it's like a league and a cup but uh premier league is pure just uh, points there's a knockout stage in the league, so I don't know if it's comparing it, comparing them both is right. But I would go for the Champions League, definitely,
1: definitely. What do you think of Pulse ninety five radio? Uh,
0: uh, honestly, I was surprised because um, I know it's young, but it's it's you can feel the talent and uh, the, the really the energy and and it's just it's I mean it's it's different and you can see it like ten years from now it's 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 gonna be on another level and i i, I hope i hope i'm predicting it right because because I, I felt i mean it's it's my second interview now and i i saw something whether it's with you or with uh, big ass shout out to big ass obviously and anna and no it's it's really different and, you, and energetic and you can feel the, the positive vibes all over the place alhamdulillah mashallah mashallah
1: and that is full-time on the Halftime Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Wherever you are uh, around the world, we appreciate you. Remember, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 3 to 4, before we let our guest go, who's been incredible today. Yasin, um, are you active on social media? And if so, where can the listeners uh, you know, tune in or, or follow your progress? Uh, on Instagram, Yassine uh, underscore, ca- underscore camel. That's uh, Y-A-S-S-I-N, underscore camel, K-A-M-E-L. And seen Any I know I want I always want the exclusive Here on the Halftime Show Anything to watch out for In terms of your movies Coming up Yeah I supervised uh, A
0: screenplay Called uh, The School or Madrasa In, in, in Arabic And uh, was written By a talented uh, Writer called Rana Attofa uh, Hopefully It will be released Late this year Maybe Early next year uh, But uh, I have another Exclusive for you Please Let's go Another football movie stop it yeah it's called dabood dabood is a cap- is the capital of uh, an area called nuba in egypt it's not the alami part two no but it's it's deeper it focuses on teamwork uh it takes place like 20 years from now so it's a bit futuristic um i i, I would really be lucky and i really pray and hope that uh our talented uh, tunisian uh, actor superstar his name is Alaa al-abdeen uh it's just when when i was writing the treatment i saw him all over the uh the, the movie so inshallah inshallah arab i hope uh one day he will actually do uh do the main role our hero in Daboud, inshallah.
1: amazing and that is uh full time on the halftime show thank you so much for tuning in guys have an incredible saturday and we'll be with you on monday on the halftime show same place in the heart of Shaja on pulse